Hey guys, it's Brittany and I'm here with Alex and Bree and you're listening to Double Tap, the podcast where we zoom in on the current media climate. Hello, I'm Tracy Grimshaw. Welcome to this special edition of A Current Affair. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. I just can't understand how something so small can be so impressive. Well, Mark, you would know about that. Welcome to Double Tap. Hi again, guys. Oh, oh wait. What? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Before we jump into today's media topic, Alex and Bree, what are you guys double tapping this week? Shall I go first? Yeah. I'm happy so. to go first. I'll go first, guys. Um, so I was flicking around on Netflix the other day and I found a new Netflix original called Afflicted. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. I thought it was going to be some kind of spooky thing, but (laughs) I was very wrong. Um, It's basically a series that follows um, a couple of people's lives with... um, It's people who live with chronic illnesses, such as Lyme's disease, maybe chronic fatigue. And there's someone, uh, a couple of them, who have electrosensitivity. This was absolutely nuts to see because I actually know someone whose mum can... It was you! (laughs) I was talking to Brie before we started recording and I was like, someone told me their mum can feel Wi-Fi. So I was like, I remember this. I've... My, my double tap is less wholesome. Um, <laughs> I, last night, um, my, my sister mentioned them to me, but I got, like, sucked into the vortex of YouTuber unboxing videos. Oh, but not just, not no. just any unboxing, like, dark web mystery <gasps> box unboxing. I'm loving these at the moment. Mm, they're so, so weird. Spooky. Spooky. And you can't tell if people are, like, just putting things in boxes and, like, making up an entire story. Oh, we this need is so to. weird. So basically, people like claim to have bought these like boxes on the dark web, mm-hmm. like ordered mystery yeah, boxes. Don't know what's in them. Uh, like roughly pay about three hundred dollars for them, uh, and then they unbox them live on TV. Uh, on so so wait, do they Which know what they're getting? Yeah. No, no, that's the mystery. mystery. No. So I'm the, watching that after the this. one I watched that like has the most views. He um. Like, basically unboxed, like, a children's backpack and all these, like, toys mm-hmm. and stuff. But, uh, and a USB. And the USB was a bit creepy. And that was the whole second video. But I kind of just got the feeling that, like, some mom had, you know, made 300 bucks off some chunks. Definitely. Like, definitely. Um, so, yeah, definitely check him out. See for yourself if you believe it. And I think it's that thing you put the dark web label on top of something. Something's instantly scary whereas mm. otherwise it could be just a mystery box and it's like oh it's all these kids yeah. things yeah. oh yeah. secondhand yeah. stuff yeah <laughs> relevant <laughs> i have been loving this week well it's been a year i've been watching this youtube channel called fathering autism um it is a father who started a youtube channel he has a 13 year old daughter with non-verbal autism um and through their daily vlogs they kind of like their whole thing is to battle the stigma against autism. And at the moment, they've kind of been talking about, um, like, technology and with this rise of voice control and, like, when you think about, like, Google Home and Alexa Mm -hmm. and, like, what happens if this trend starts incorporating to, like, every technology. Which, I mean, there's always going to be loopholes and ways around it. But um, their daughter has, like, a, a Dynavox, which is one where you, like, you press the buttons and it speaks for yep. her. Yep. Um, and they put a button that says, like, hey, Alexa, 
play pop music. So when she's in her kitchen, like when she's in the kitchen, she presses the button and she can listen to Alexa and it's oh. so beautiful oh. and it, and it's just like this they found this way around it and they were so proud of her and yeah. you got you got to watch the video um incredible. yeah and she is really proud of herself that she got to work out Alexa anyway this YouTube channel is amazing it's so beautiful um they're like providing aid for families mm-hmm. and like and educating others on autism, um, especially nonverbal. It's really interesting. So go check Fathering Autism out on YouTube. I love them so much. So I wonderful. will. I shall. Yeah. It's also just so interesting to see that forum being used to discuss technology and, Absolutely. and in that way. Like I think as as those technologies become more incorporated in our lives. Um, we will see a lot more of that sort of educational information mm-hmm. in digestible ways that, mm-hmm. that we haven't had before. Yeah, it's amazing. And they do daily vlogs as well. So you just get to see their daily life and I love it so much. No, I love it. So today we'll be talking about social media influencer versus the mainstream celebrity and looking at what is currently happening on social media platforms between the two. And I'm going to specifically look at Instagram. Oh, that's where they all are. We all know what a mainstream celebrity is, right? Alex, Brie? Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. (laughs) We have our Kardashians, our Jenners, our actors. Uh, Aren't they Mm -hmm. the same thing? Aren't the Kardashians? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god <laughs> so i'm double tapping on the social media influencer first mm-hmm. so elvira bolat summed it up perfectly she said it's someone who has a press presence on social media who is different to the average user so like you and me they've got a solid fan base who follows their content for like entertainment and inspiration mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I personally like to think of it as like a YouTuber or an Instagrammer with a following. I think that's the easiest yes. way yeah. we can yeah. think about it. Yeah. Um, so obviously they create content like video, images, motivational stories on their social media channels. Mm-hmm. And we as the audience show our enjoyment and appreciation by engaging with these influencers, by liking, sharing, commenting on their photos, links and videos. Yeah. I feel like social media is pretty saturated with these social media influencers. So I was interested in finding out who QUT students engage with on social media. Mainstream celebrities or social media influencers? Social media influencers. Yeah? Sure. Yeah, social media. Because you get to see like parts of their life, where, whereas mainstream celebrities is just very much like... If they're like an actress, for example, just their character, yeah. you don't get to see behind the scenes. It's more real. More mainstream celebrities. But I do follow a couple of like influencer kind of people. Yeah. But they're also known for doing like other things like other content creating rather than just like posting skinny tea ads or whatever. I feel like anything that either of them is valuable, what they say, and I don't like, I guess, the rhetoric that they use, but it's just constantly like selling stuff to everyone and it's really pushy and I just don't like that. So it was really interesting because people had a lot to say on this topic. They did. Um, and I didn't just go to Soli's um, media comp students it was a range of random people around qt and even before i had mentioned to them about the advertising and selling power on like social media platforms um it was like a strong reason why people either didn't engage with a social media influencer or a mainstream celebrity Mm. um 
the majority of students said they follow social media influencers more than mainstream celebrities. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, I'm not shocked at all. At all. Yeah, I mean, it's not that surprising. I mean, I, I, I don't know what I would really classify myself as. I, I find myself following more mainstream celebrities nowadays. Mm. But, you know, social media influencers do really have a more, like, a deeper connection definitely. with their audiences. Yeah. And I, I definitely, like, I'm all about that Pinterest life. Like, I love looking at different houses and stuff like that. So I think I do follow more social media influencers because I want to see what normal people are wearing and not yeah. what I have to, like, I, I look at this, like, $3,000 shirt and I have to find, like, a $20 version of it. I just want to <laughs> see the Kmart version straight up. That's all I want. <laughs> I uh, only follow Couture. <laughs> Tajay, please. Tajay. <laughs> I think it didn't shock me because we, I, I only talk to millennials, which I think is biased, but that was the, I could only find millennials around QT yeah, at two o'clock in the afternoon. And the thing is, you don't want to interrupt any uh, professors or lecturers yeah. and stuff like that. Too scary. Too, too scary. <laughs> um, but someone I did interview had a really good point. When I asked her this question, she kind of turned it around on me and she stated, Influencers nowadays can be viewed as celebrities. And so then I went and did some research and I found some interesting, an interesting journal article mm-hmm. um, by Susie Carmis. Mm-hmm. So she actually defines influencers as micro-celebrities. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, they're celebrities that have the ability to sustain a strong relationship with their audience. Like you said, they're like real people. Um well, they feel like real people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unlike celebrities, she says the content that influencers share and create online seem to create a relationship that feels real with the audience. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what she said. She took the words right out of your mouth, Brie. Mm-hmm. Um, she stole it. <laughs> I'm kidding. For example, um, vloggers share their day-to-day lives online. And I know for a fact, like my, I watch a lot of like family vloggers yes. and I feel a part of their family. Yes, yes, I feel Absolutely. that. I feel that. Yes. I um, I, I, I forgot what the YouTube's called, but I went down this whole of um, like Disney tours and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. And it's a family with a daughter living with alopecia, and um, they have them visiting like Disneyland, and they get a special tour, and they end up giving him like a special Disney reward, the the tour guide. Mm-hmm. And I just like I started crying, and I was like, oh. Oh, I'm part of your family yeah. now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, I'm part of your family. <laughs> and I think it's that's what's it's an emotional connection. And mm, people who absolutely. do come out, let's say a vlogger posts a very emotional video, let's say they're coming out or something like that, um, you feel so much more connected to them because you see them at their worst, and that's that's when you see a real person. I feel like. Absolutely. Um, so Susie also stated that, um, she said that the way in which influencers create a strong relationship is actually through Mm -hmm. self-branding. Um, so unlike mainstream celebrities, I feel like we associate with them with a character or like their form of traditional media. I know like, I love like Emmy Russom, but like I only ever see her as her, like Fiona on Shameless. Yes. Like it's so hard to like, I don't know who she is. Like Mm -hmm. I only ever see her as this character. Um, So yeah, so she said that, yeah, so like branding is a way that we can connect Mm -hmm. and have like a strong relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I think as media comp students, I would say it's pretty apparent to us that on social media, 
especially Instagram, everyone has a brand. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Even with even the um, yeah, even with the the stories now, you can feature the stories. Mm. Majority of the celebrities have them like a certain color theme or like yeah. something like that. Everything's for sure. planned to the T. You yeah. can tell it's their brand. Yeah, and like I mean, now with like the um, business profiles on Instagram, yes. you can have blogger, musician. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what you're going to see. Yeah, mm. but it's really interesting because she said that it's like a way. Like, it can be seen as a marketing strategy. Mm. Um, it's individuals selling their self as a commodity for advertising, which I think is right. so interesting. That's yeah. really interesting. Um, going back a little bit to what you were saying about associating tra- traditional celebrities with a media form or a character, mm. um, I think it's really interesting because, you know, that we do know something about them before they come into this environment, whereas yep. people who are influential on social media... Um, we know through that environment. Like, we, we don't really know mm-hmm. anything else about them except what is presented in that form. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is, is kind of interesting because it is sort of, in a way, still a performance, but it's very specific to the idea of of what those apps and platforms allow. Mm-hmm. I have a bit of an interesting story. I don't know if you're going to use this later, but that's okay. Um, um, I actually have a first uh, first-hand story about this. Uh, we were at the beach one day, me and my fam. Well, she arrived with her sister. I guess I will keep in mind like how she is now compared to then. But um, she arrives at the beach with a book. Her sister has a camera. She's like, all right, we've got to take some pictures. She sits there with the book, posing, posing, not reading the book, just like, you know, <laughs> opening the book, different pages, but like near the end so people know she's nearly at the end. Um <laughs> They stayed there for about five minutes and then left. And then it was no, just to, to enjoy the it was just to get a photo. And I was kind of like, me and my sister did not expect it because we were followers at the time. And mm. we were like, what just happened? Like, so you got it first hand. So yes. And now she comes into my cafe and I'm like, hi, hi. <laughs> Are you on Instagram? No? Okay. <laughs> so here I am sitting on my Casper mattress listening to my favourite book on audible.com and getting ready to prepare a simple and delicious meal from Blue Apron. Oh, and I've just ordered my squatty potty online. Alex, Alex, dude, I hate to break it to you, but um, we didn't get the sponsorships. What? Yeah, we didn't get them. So who's sponsoring us? This week, we're sponsored by Straddle, bringing you your interactive content that is inspired by current discussions in the media and communications industry. Get across it! Cammy Scott, she's a YouTuber that I watch, and she uses her Instagram to brand herself. And she solely posts content about being a vegan and her love for beauty products. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, like, every second Instagram photo she posts is sponsored by a beauty product or something to do with vegan. Mm-hmm. I think she was, like, sponsored by the Vegan Food Festival in L.A., oh, but then also sponsored together so like vegan yes. beauty products obviously yeah. yeah well i guess it's one of those things where it's like oh this girl uses it she has great skin she's like i mean we could go right down to the self-confidence kind of thing mm. and it's like okay if that person's got this perfect life and they're using this product i need to use this product because then i'll be as perfect as her sort of thing Absolutely. i feel like uh, yeah. 
It's a tricky one because I get sucked into it even though I, I know the truth behind it. Oh, it's absolutely. just like, nah. And, you know, like, I feel like social media this, these days is just like, you know, modern day vision boarding, particularly with yes, Instagram. Like absolutely. what you follow and curating that stream. It's just like finding stuff that you love that, mm-hmm. that you want to surround Sh- yourself with. Yes, surround, yeah. I'm jealous because she just got sent to Greece oh, with a um vegan watch like daniel wellington is a watch brand and it's also vegan so you know she went to greece how would you go to greece and not eat the cheese or like like, you're missing half the experience well she missed out she danced with Lindsay lohan and let's talk about talk about new content (laughs) wow new meme on the way Honey, this is how you throw a party, Amigo knows, bitch. Yeah, like, no one can see you dancing right now. Maybe maybe it's a good thing, guys. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so I'm sure we're all aware that influencers' main source of income is through advertising. Yeah. Yes. Whether that be paid promotions or partnerships with a brand. Mm-hmm. But this isn't just for social media influencers, right? Celebrities do it too. Yes. Um, and to quote one of my favorite Instagrammers and actresses, Busy Phillips, she posted on her Instagram story today. She said, I'm not going to stop doing Instagram ads. This doesn't make me thirsty. It makes me smart. And no entertainment is free, including Instagram. Love it. Right? Go, girl. She gets it. Yeah. I love Busy. She is like the one, I think she's the one person at the moment that I can think of that has like pushed the celebrity and social media influencer together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, she had like a few sort of cult roles before becoming Instagram famous, yeah. but like she's just worked the system and now like she's got a late night show coming out. Mm-hmm. She's just excellent. Um, I watched this podcast uh, and they interviewed her and they found... You, you watched... I watched the podcast. You watched yeah. the podcast. I like <laughs> sit and stare at the icon. <laughs> um, That's how we all do it. <laughs> anyway, um, they interviewed Busy Phillips and they found out that uh, this was like uh, like June last year. Mm-hmm. At that time, her Instagram stories had the same amount of followers as the last season of Girls. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, and she's like... She's like... Um, she had to create, like, she's so open about her sponsorship. Yes, she yes. She had to create, uh, like, the hashtag, I paid for this. Mm. So that when she was doing things, oh like, gosh, people knew that she that. didn't, like, it wasn't an ad. Right. Like, right. But it's crazy, though, because, like, I, through her, I followed Kelly Oxford. Mm. Did not realize Kelly Oxford is a writer and, like, has done a bunch of stuff before yeah. Instagram. But I solely thought she was an Instagrammer with cute kids and, yeah. like, that was it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, she has a book. And she also, like friends with all these people and she's like a writer and she's like I think she's writing on Busy Phillips's um um late night show um but I was like got sucked into that I was like who is this girl like she just has like lots of followers but apparently she's um done stuff yeah well on the um on the I paid for this thing I'm almost certain I think it's a UK rule that they I know on YouTube anyway they have to say this is a sponsored ad they have to say that in their title they have to say ad or not yet and I think that's really interesting because I think it's smart also for influencers because people know when they're, you know, obviously endorsing something yeah. and when they're just doing something because they love doing it. Yeah. yeah. Really plays into that thing of, like, authentic connection. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, talking about sponsored ads, I've got our game for this week. 
So I call this failed sponsored posts. Really original, really creative. I couldn't think of anything better. So I've got a list of just the best sponsored post fails and a bunch of celebrity names. I'm going to make you guys guess which celebrity it is. All right, guys, first one. Which female superhero posted a sponsored post on Twitter for Hawaii phone for it to say underneath it, posted from iPhone? <laughs> Was it Scarlett Johansson or Gal Gadot? Aww. I think, like... Huawei is a, a Chinese phone company, so I think it was, um, and I know that Ghost in the Shell was not Chinese, oh, I know no, that it was not, it but I feel like it was probably like a PR tactic to like get get the continent on ScarJo's side, Oh um, that no. went horribly, horribly wrong, clearly, uh, but that's why I'm going to go with ScarJo. <laughs> I mean, that's good reasoning. Yeah, um I mean, just just to be devil's advocate, I'm just gonna go against Alex and say it's Cap. Um, I'm gonna give a plus to Alex for Scarlett Johansson reasoning, but it was actually Gal Gadot. Oh, so wow. I win by default. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, mm, interesting. Like obviously, Gal- she didn't host it. It was obviously yeah. someone on her team. Yeah. Like I feel she's new to the whole fame thing as well. Mm-hmm. She, she might not know the conventions. But still, <laughs> she posted it from an iPhone. And like the thing is, if you're getting paid, God knows how much money to do something like that. Mm. Like you got it. You got it. You got to you know what you're doing. Like, do your homework. Do your homework. All right. Second one. Which celebrity model posted an Instagram story? in which she photoshopped a plate of deviled eggs with text saying, thanks, Postmates. Was it Bella Hadid or Kendall Jenner? I'm to say it's Kendall. The only sponsorship I can think of that Kendall Jenner has ever done was the Pepsi commercial. <gasps> oh. And I feel like she's probably so turned off the idea that like, she wouldn't do something that stupid. Also, like, can we just say, who orders deviled eggs delivered? Like, you should see... You should see the photo. It's. it's I just want to Google it um, right now to see it. Like, yeah. it's um, poorly photoshopped. I can't know. see a Jenna like with their life being so on the air all the time. I can't see Jenna making that mistake. I like they'd have a team on her twenty four seven. There's no absolutely. way, and they'd have the best photoshoppers. So to be honest, they could probably get a, a graphic designer could that could make it look real at the end absolutely, of the day. Absolutely, absolutely. I um actually know this one because oh, of the I'll same give it to you, podcast Alex. from Busy Phillips. Oh, uh, no. That that is Bella Hadid. It was. It was Bella Hadid. And it's I'm gonna find a picture yeah. of it so that we can we can all discuss. I want to see this. It's it looks like a paparazzi shot that someone is. just like. What is that? So I think she's taken a paparazzi photo and then I think she's forgotten that she's had to do. <laughs> Oh, paid Thanks, sponsorship. Oh my! I love that she's like walking out of Givenchy as yeah. well, like with big bags. She's like, oh shit, I've got to pick up my deviled eggs. Right. Yeah. But I love that it's on a plate as well. It's not even in like in a, a bag, bag <laughs> a takeaway bag. Thanks, Postmates. All right, so for our third one, this is a classic case of copy and paste. So this one was for Adidas. Mm-hmm. So which model copied and pasted an email from her team? The caption read, "So nice to see you're in good spirits." You could put something like this. Thanks to my friends at Adidas. And then it goes on. Uh-huh. Oh. So was it, was it Tyra Banks 
or Naomi Campbell. Oh no, this one's bad. Yeah, and that's really tricky because you know it would be nice to see both of them in good spirits because they're both known for their tempers. <laughs> um, I love Naomi Campbell, so I'm I'm just gonna go with Naomi Campbell because I feel like she would she just wouldn't care. She she'd be like, yeah, I'm just gonna copy and paste. Oh, I really don't know for this one. I think. I'm going to go with Naomi as well. Yeah, it was. Good work, guys. She's in good spirits and loves a copy and paste. So this last one's just a weird one. I just wanted to throw it in. Um, So which longtime American blogger is sponsored by their apartment complex? So in which she advertises her home address. It is so weird. I follow this person. She, every time she posts an Instagram, like within her house, it'll it's like three hundred something avenue. Very strange. That's I'm really scared. Weird. Like that that. Ugh, yeah. That's, that's actually that's that, that's a safety thing as yeah, well. Yeah, because that I feel like that's the one thing that uh like is sort of the same with all influencers. Mm-hmm. Is they're like like we have this connection, but just don't come to my house. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Like, it's, it's, this is this is my safe space. Yeah. Please leave me alone. So is it Tavi Gevinson or Rumi Neely? I like right. the name Rumi, so I'm gonna pick um, Tavi. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm going with Tavi just because of her iconic cameo in Scream Queens. Never watched it, but one time I did talk with Tavi on the phone. Oh my god! What? Okay, um, story time. I was on Triple J in 2013. I, I tweeted, oh my god, I can't believe Tavi's in Australia. And then the producer came to me and said, hey, I'm the producer on the Girls Garage Show. Can we call you? Anyone's watching Tavi? And I was like the biggest fan of Tavi. So I was like crying. So I asked her, because she was like, you work for things, people like, who was your favourite famous person? Um, I think back in the day, she said, I don't know, she was like kind of stressed, but she just said, I'm a little positive. I mean, they both really cool people. Yeah, and she was also having reading her vlogs, and I was like, like... So currently, wait, 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 you wait. didn't give us the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Who, Who won? won? Who won? <laughs> it was Tavi. Uh, really? That's yeah. just crazy. Like, so Tavi? Yeah. Every uh, I think she's since moved out. Maybe this was like a year or so ago. But yeah, it was like the location was set. Like you would, you wouldn't know. It was in a com- apartment complex, so I guess right. you wouldn't know which, which apartment. She must have and been paid a lot for that. I'm it sorry. was in New York, I think. Probably just paid her rent. They were like, you yeah, can live yeah, here yeah. As long as we tell people that you live here. Yes, yeah. but I just don't understand, like, why? But anyway, I don't, weird. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. It's a weird one. Very weird one. I like that one. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. So currently in our media sphere, there is this issue between mainstream celebrities and social media influencers in regards to income from these advertising. Right. Right. So firstly, I went out into the mean streets of QT <laughs> and asked people, who do you think gets paid more, mainstream celebrities or like social media influencers? I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it would be close. Like I wouldn't, like some of the like big YouTubers and stuff, they'd be paid like a lot. Celebrities. Probably social media influencers earn a bit more. I'd probably say social media influencers because they're really like focusing on the medium, I suppose. Um, whereas your, your mainstream celebrities have income from your more traditional income sources. Like- I'd say probably the mainstream celebrity because they have a more dependable source of income rather than like just paid advertisements on Instagram. Wow, that was interesting. Yeah, I I, I feel like it it was fifty fifty. Yes, definitely. yeah. 
I mean, everyone had a pretty justified reason mm-hmm. for feeling what they felt. I mean, it goes to show that, like, no one really knows for sure. No. Yeah. You have to you have to look into it to know the facts at the end of the day. Yeah. We're not going to know the facts if you don't look into it, but yeah. we can make our own theories up. Absolutely. We can assume. Everyone's got an opinion. So the website Hopper released an Instagram rich list. So basically they're showing us on average how much both celebrities and influencers receive. And in some pa- some cases, I guess, charge for a sponsored post on Instagram. Right. So who do you guys think were the top three highest paid celebrities? Well, there's a Kardashian up there. Yeah. That's all I know. And I have to, I just have to assume that Selena Gomez is there because she is the um like the most followed person on Instagram. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. By, by a considerable margin. Yeah. How, what what does make her the most followed person? I'm yeah, just, she's I'm, so pretty. She is. I like I feel like I'm biased because 14-year-old me loved Selena Gomez. Yes. But I didn't realise everyone loved Selena Gomez, so I'm happy for her. Oh, very. Yeah. You can't hate her. Yeah. Still still a bit crazy. Any other guesses who else would be in the top three? I'm trying to figure out which Kardashian it is right now. I'm going to pick Kim. Oh, see, I think it has to be Kylie. <gasps> like, she's... she's I mean, the- she... Yeah. I mean, I think she really crosses the, like, Instagram and... In, in micro-celebrity, as you said, Brit, and yeah. main celebrity. Mm. They really cross over. Yeah. Put you guys out of your misery. I'm going to give you a top three. So in third place, we have Cristiano Ronaldo. That is the second time I'm saying that because apparently I said Ronaldi and I had no <laughs> idea where he was from. Um, but he has 133 million followers on Instagram. And per post, he gets paid $750,000. That's too much money. That, that, that would buy you a lot of deviled eggs. <laughs> For someone I have no idea who is, he's killing it. Second, you guys were right, it was Selena Gomez. Oh, she God. has 138 million followers and she gets paid $800,000 per post. Okay, a little bit more, a little yeah. bit more. And number one, drum roll. Ding. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> Kylie Jenner. Has 110 million followers, so less surprisingly less than both wow. of those people. Um, and she gets an average of one million per post, which is just <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. So crazy figures, right? Yeah. Um, but basically, there is a huge pay gap between these mainstream celebrities and social media influencers. Mm-hmm. So the highest paid influencer. Um, is Lele Pons. Do you guys know who she is? Yes, unfortunately. I, I do not know who she okay. is. So she's a Viner mm-hmm. turned YouTuber. Right. Um, she was really popular on Vine. When she, when, but uh, when she hit her YouTube phase, it just kind of... Was she one of the like sort of central top hierarchy Viners yeah. that yes. all sort of like dramatically left the platform? No. No, no she wasn't one of those. Okay. She made her, yeah, she made a living off Vine. It was like... I think she actually had sponsors on Vine. I think she might have. Yeah, so she was one of the few when people started to being like, how do we make money on Vine? Um, People didn't like that. Speaking about this, she got in a lot of trouble because she uh, has this photo of her holding some of her locks of her hair because she used to have really long hair. And now she has shorter hair. And she's holding this being like, oh, donating this to... I I forgot... Locks of love. Yes, thank you. Um, and it, 
people started pointing out they could see the the wafts for um hair extensions and then they ended up being hair extensions and it was so obvious and it's one of those things where it's like were you trying to be a good person or Or was this this, yeah i don't know what it was it could have been anything so she has 25 million followers on instagram still quite a lot it's like nothing to scoff at yeah but she is only paid thirty thousand dollars per post. Only thirty thousand. Only thirty thousand. But it's a huge gap. It is, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. Extraordinary gap. It's a big jump from twenty five million with thirty thousand to like one hundred and ten mm-hmm. million and a million. It's just yeah. a big gap. Yeah, yeah. Um. And take us back to first and second year. Mm-hmm. We've <laughs> learned in many classes that on social media, especially platforms like Instagram, mm-hmm. that audience engagement is an important metric. Yeah. It is a way, it's an important indicator of success online. Um, and it's kind of like when someone, if someone's engaging heavily with someone online, it creates loyalty. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Susie Kamis, for your amazing journal. Mm-hmm. Bless you. You are appreciated. <laughs> so do you guys know um, the YouTuber Philip DeFranco? Yes. I, I do, yes. Yeah. Big watcher. Well, he did an amazing video on this topic, and he mm-hmm. actually broke down the engagement of Kylie Jenner versus Lele Pons. Right. Um, so he found that Kylie Jenner, on her photos, gets an average like of around 3 million to 7 million. Mm-hmm. Um, and video views, 3 million to 7 million. Okay, so, so very fun. similar, yeah. yeah. Lele Pons, on her photos, gets 2.5 million mm-hmm. to 3.8 million. Okay. Right. Which is, like, very similar to Kylie. Yeah. Um, it's, Kylie's low, but it's yeah. still a lot. Yeah. Um, but, however, on Lele Pons' video views, like, on Instagram, mm-hmm. she gets way more than Kylie Jenner. On her videos, she has an average of 6.5 million to 21.6 million views. So that engagement is huge. Yeah. The population of Australia. Yeah. So basically, the whole of Australia is watching Lele Pons, is that what you said? Yeah, Yeah. essentially. Well, Well, I'm not. Unfortunately, I didn't know who she was. So Lele Pons gets more average video views. So more people. Than Kylie Jenner. So more people are engaging with her video content. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, So she has a stronger engagement, but however gets paid significantly less. Yeah, that's really odd. Yeah. It's interesting, right? Absolutely. It might have something to do with, um, I don't know, like keeping celebrities happy. Celebrities can do, it's like this weird ego thing where it's like, we can do whatever we want, especially with the Jenners that have like, of course I'm not going to, I'm not going to deny they have worked. They do work. They're yeah. models. They're, they're business owners, etc. Mm. But I think the thing is with social media influencers, they've worked their asses off to get where they are. I mean, I've, I've read an article recently about a girl who stopped doing influencing, like, social media stuff because she literally would sleep two hours a night and just would be working her butt off every single day. And I don't know, like, you got to keep keep the celebrities happy but influencers are like yes i work so hard like i'll take whatever yeah. i can get sort mm, of thing absolutely and it might be taking advantage of that fact yeah i mean it is it is really interesting i suppose it do, uh, do you think it's the same sort of brands that are, that are engaging with these two different audiences mm, i like, think it's different i think it's very different 
sponsorship as well. Yeah. Um, I think there are a lot of factors. And even um, Philip DeFranco said, you know, you can't just take the two and be like, why does she get paid yes. significantly less? Yes. Because obviously everyone knows who Kylie Jenner is. Yeah. Um, but I think it's – they definitely have different brands. Kylie Jenner is, like, beauty. It'd be luxury as well, I yeah. think. Mm. Like, people yeah. who can afford that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think Lele Pons is a lot of – I think she does a little bit of, like, makeup sort of stuff. Mm. But I think it's a lot of comedy and, like, quite light, like, mm. lifestyle yes. sort of stuff. It's much yes. more accessible, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Philip DeFranco makes the point that um, you can kind of – if you separate the two, like, Kylie Jenner has – many other platforms and yes. she's prominent in traditional media mm-hmm. she's got a tv show she has so many other outlets yeah she has an app as well i yeah. believe yeah yeah um but however if we're just like solely looking at instagram mm-hmm. he said like numbers and numbers yeah and if you're just solely looking at this why is there such a big gap yeah, yeah. right right yeah. It, it's interesting and i mean we don't have the answers yeah <laughs> but like it's just something to think about. Yeah, um, definitely. If she does have a significantly higher engagement, especially looking at the, the Instagram videos mm-hmm. um, and getting paid significantly less, um, and it is to s- other social media influencers are paid significantly less. I think she's the highest, and then it goes down to, like, Cameron Dallas gets paid, like, $10,000, which right. is still a lot, a lot but money, yeah. um, I think he has very like similar engagement, um, right. like quite high mm-hmm. engagement for a social media influencer. Um, so it kind of begs the question, we, we kind of, I feel like I just want to put this question out there, like are influencers selling themselves short? Should they um, say to brands and advertising, look at my engagement levels? I mean, like how do you guys feel about that? Okay. I mean... I feel like it's this thing, like, obviously, we're, uh, as, as media comm majors, we're, we're made to look into this kind of stuff. But if you're a person who's gone on Vine and just doing it for fun, and maybe not someone like maybe PewDiePie, for example, who's been in the game for a long time, mm. you're not going to have that confidence or the maybe even the knowledge to be like, okay, this is a business as well. Like, and, and actually talk to the, 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 the brands and be like, hey, okay, this is what I can give to you. You need to raise your bar. Otherwise, I'm not working with you sort of thing. Mm. I think that's that's a really good point. And it also, uh, for me, I, I feel like we, we talked earlier about the idea that uh, each of these influencers employs a brand online. Like mm-hmm. They're creating a brand and that's essentially what these, these other uh, marketers are connecting with. That's what they're trying to engage with, with yeah. their product. Yeah. Um, in terms of like mainstream celebrity brand development versus like online celebrity brand development, like there isn't as much knowledge going around. This is such a purport like a comparatively very early progression in the in mm-hmm. terms yeah. of like celebrity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I, I feel like there isn't as much for people to turn to in terms of like right. learning how to market themselves yes. well and, and how to brand themselves. Unless you're of a particular mm. tier, like you know, like the, I, isn't it like Zoella and Alfie and all all that crew? They have yeah. um, like the same management team. Yeah, yes. they're all like sort of professionally yes. managed. Yes. So a lot of the YouTubers are signed with like um, so there's like full screen and all of those. So they manage their advertising. Right. Um. So it would be interesting over time to see if like maybe the pay gap closes a little bit. Like if mm. if these management teams 
are aware of this. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I mean, I'm sure they are because Philip DeFranco <laughs> and, you know. Um, but it's also an interesting thing as well because influencers are kind of heading towards traditional, in air quotes, um, the traditional media where the, you know, they'll start to be paid a little bit more. Like yeah. the, uh, what is it, Miranda? Miranda Sings. Yep, yeah. she's got a TV show. Yeah, um, and uh, multiple books and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like many YouTuber books. So yeah. many, so many. That's like the go-to, I think. So many social media influencers are just pushing. Troy Sivan just released yeah. Oh, of course, album. of like, course. He's yeah. like, you seen True fans remember little Troy on Instagram. I think, like, it is. it would be an interesting thing to see, like, when in terms of, like, the brand's perspective, these social media influencers go from being social media influencers or micro-celebrities to mainstream celebrities. That, whether yeah, that's interesting. Whether someone just makes the call, like, that person's big enough now yeah. and, and is on represented on enough mediums yep. that I can... um. I can, like, capitalise on them a bit more. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching Troy every week on YouTube and then one day he just stopped posting and yeah. it was devastating. I, I resonated with him so much. It was so good to see an Australian YouTuber getting somewhere and then mm. it just, yeah, devastating. And now he's got a song with Ariana Grande and it, it's, it's, it's insane, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I want to know what you guys think at home. Be sure to tweet us your opinions at Straddle Media on Twitter. Okay, Brittany, let's uh, double tap. What is the, the key takeaway message from all of this? As media comm students, of course, it's not only important to be aware of the current pay gap of social media influencers and mainstream celebrities on, um, on social media platforms like Instagram, um, but I think to view social media influencers as micro-celebrities and to be aware of that, like, self-branding, like I said, and audience engagement as an important factor of social media. I think a lot of us as graduates will end up in, um, like, media agencies and stuff, and there's going to be a day where we're going to have to look after an influencer or maybe get an influencer on board to, to market a product. And by having this knowledge, we can be aware of that. We can be aware of what they're worth and what they're not worth. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. I think mm. that that will be really important. Couldn't say it better myself. Thank you. <laughs> I also think it's important for new practitioners to think about the audiences of these influencers mm-hmm. and the mainstream celebrities. Like I, I had an interesting anecdote in a lecture um, earlier this semester um, where a social media manager tried doing a campaign with an influencer and found out through that process that mm-hmm. most of their audience wasn't the target audience of yeah, the product interesting. that they were branding. Interesting. So it is like, um, you know, th- they may have these massive engagement numbers, but it might not be the people you're trying to, to, mm-hmm. to uh, engage with in terms of promoting your products. And so as, as marketers or uh, social media managers, I think it would be important to, to think about why are these people being paid more or less, but also, like, who is listening to them and, and who are they actually influencing? Yes, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, wonderful. Thanks for listening to Double Tap, guys. Be sure to contribute. Um, we want to hear what you have to say on the divide between social media influencers and mainstream celebrities on our socials, which can be found in the description of our podcast. So next time, guys, I'm going to be talking about Infowars. Oh. I'm all about that conspiracy life. And if I can find something in the media comms world that somehow involves aliens, 
I'm all about it. I am all about it. But I promise you, there is some media comm stuff in there. Oh, it's I not just wait. about aliens. Push that button. Push it, I dare you. All right. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see you then. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.